Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good morning. It's the day after the 4th of July. Busy day to sleep in after a great day of fireworks, family, and all the above from the 4th of July. I'm Austin Bechtold, pleased to be with you as the Pirates were part of the fireworks last night in Los Angeles on the negative end for the LA faithful. Great comeback effort. From the Buckos. And game that went back and forth seemed like it was just one of those games that the Pirates were going to potentially find a way to lose. And in every aspect of it, the Pirates did what they needed to, scoring early, scoring late. A great thing to do is score more runs than the other team. And the Pirates responded, though, probably the best takeaway that you can get out of the game to everything that the Dodgers threw at them. Pirates scored two runs in the first inning to get it going. Nick Gonzalez, ground rule double to left, scored Henry Davis and Carlos Santana with two outs and the bases loaded in the top half of the first inning. It was a struggle for the Dodgers starter, Sheehan on the mound, three and two-thirds innings, four hits, five earned. He did walk four as well. Four strikeouts allowed. Emmett Sheehan, a 23-year-old young pitcher for the Dodgers. That has not done too well this year. 435 total ERA has had his moments. Well, for the Buccos to be able to get it going, and then in the bottom half of the first inning, it was not a great start for Luis Ortiz. He gave up on a couple of different occasions, solid amount of runs, including in the Bottom half of the second, a three-run, a two-run shot to James Outman, who was not done on the day. That was his tenth scoring. Jason Hayward that put the Dodgers ahead three to two after an earlier run in the inning. Mookie Betts being a part of it, he homered as Betts was the second, was the third run rather to come across the plate. Fourth run as the Dodgers led four to two at that point after scoring that one in the first. But the Pirates in the fourth. We're not done. Jack Sawinski hit his 18th home run of the season. To cut it to a one-run ball game again. Andrew McCutcheon had a chance with two on and one out to be able to help the cause. Was not able to do so as Brian Reynolds helped to put the Pirates back on top 5-4, to four, being able to bring home Jared Triolo. And for the Buccos, just overall, once again, bottom half of the fourth inning, James Altman. Two-run home run. Dodgers go back ahead 6-5. to five. Pirates were trying to respond in the top of the fifth inning. Not able to do so. Rodolfo Castro struck out swinging. Three pitches that he swung on that, honestly, he never had a shot at. The last pitch of the at-bat on a full count outside half of the plate. Good pitch for him to swing at. Didn't make any contact. The previous two strikes on him were not in the strike zone. They were balls inside, cutters, off-speed pitches that got him fooled. 
Rodolfo Castro, we'll get to him in a little bit. This is struggles continue. But in the top half of the sixth inning, Henry Davis singled to tie the game back up at six. And it looked like in the bottom half of the eighth inning that this was it. Johnny DeLuca hit his first home run of a Jose Hernandez back in the fold with one out on a 3-2 pitch in the bottom of the eighth inning. And at that point, the way things have been trending for the Pirates, you'd think the game might be over. Carlos Santana struck out swinging in the top of the ninth. But Jack Sawinski was able to get on base. Nick Gonzalez walked after a 3-1 count. And Jared Triolo singled Line drive to center field. James Altman with a little bit of a bobble. Jack Sawinski scored. Gonzalez to third. And Triola was was able to advance to second. And that made it a tie ball game at seven. And for the Buccos, Josh Palacios. Opposite field. A little flare in the left. Ended up going down as a double with Nick Gonzalez, Jared Triolo both scoring. And David Bednar able to close it out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Evan Phillips, the blown save, the Dodgers' closer, not able to get the job done for L.A. It's good to see the Pirates being able to get to opposing closers because theirs has been so solid, tremendous. David Bednar, the way that he's performed this year, and being named to the National League All-Star team yesterday as well. Luis Ortiz, three and a third, nine hits, six runs, walked one, three strikeouts, three home runs as well. But the bullpen, very solid, very solid. It was Angel Perdomo, rather, not Jose Hernandez, who gave up the solo home run. Carmen Majinski, one innings pitched, one strikeout. How about Ryan Barucki? Has started to come into his own a little bit. Does still have a very high ERA in the seventh. But one inning pitch, he struck out every batter that... He was able to get out. Colin Holderman, one and two-thirds innings, gave up one walk. Other than that, pretty clean. No hits, no runs came across the plate. Perdomo and Jose Hernandez is working his way back into the fold, one of the top lefties in the Pirates' bullpen. Angel Perdomo has started to form into a solid and consistent lefty. He's had his moments positively and negatively. Negatively being the only, when he was coming in for relief of Colin Holderman, Saw that he was able to do that, but also the Bucks went to the bullpen and being able to get Bednar in there for an inning and two-thirds, a five-out save for Bednar. Gave up one hit, one walk, two strikeouts, an ERA of 136. David Bednar, very deserving all-star as Clayton Kershaw went on the injured list for the L.A. Dodgers, and it opened up a spot for Bednar to be able to make the all-star team. And it seemed that Derek Shelton was so confident Bednar would make it that he brought icy light on the plane to be able to give to his closer for making it for a second consecutive season. It's not like that you find that naturally in Los Angeles. I've been out there once earlier this year for the Rose Bowl, and you just do not find anything icy light Pittsburgh-related in L.A. So it shows the confidence that David Bednar had that his closer was going to make it to the All-Star game at some point that somebody would drop out or there would be an injury or another pitcher would, a starting pitcher would pitch one, two days, three days before the All-Star game. That they would be not rested enough to be able to give it a go and they'd have to have find a replacement for him. But Bednar has been tremendous. It took two months for him to walk a batter unintentionally. 
He's 3 0 with a 136 ERA, 32 appearances, 16 saves, 33 innings, 39 strikeouts, a .91 whip. David Bednar on the season has only walked five batters. Two of those were intentional walks. A 205 opposing batting average. He has been tremendous, has only had one blown save. And he is well-deserving of going back to the All-Star Game, representing the Pirates and joining Mitch Keller. Also, tons of speculation with the upcoming MLB Draft. Draft is this Sunday. Seems like we keep talking about it and keep talking about it, and it just is a ways away, but no. It is fastly and very fastly approaching to where the point of the Pirates will have the ultimate decision to make of who to take number one. Will it be either the LSU, Big Guns, Dylan Cruz, Paul Skeens? Will it be Wyatt Lankford? Or even a high school prospect? I talked to Jonathan Mayo of MLB Pipeline earlier in the week about his thoughts on all the prospects, but especially... Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens and where he projects those guys to be currently at the moment and where he would go if he was the Pirates at number one overall. I'll tell you what he had to say coming up next here on the Fan Early Morning Show. And the Fan Early Morning Show here today, the day after the 4th of July, on July 5th, is brought to you by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work with 84 Lumber. Tell you what Jonathan Mayo had to say coming up next here on 937 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.